0: Now back to The Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Big week for Aaron Judge, named the American League MVP. Did not get hosed, did not get job like he did back in 2017. Actually was awarded the honor that he so rightfully deserves. So great news for him. And we'll see what that means for his free agency as that kind of moves along. That one is a big one out there. We're just kind of waiting for some sort of news. And great. If you ever have a secret and you want somebody to keep your secret, man, I don't know if you know Aaron Judge, but if you ever do, he's a good guy to keep a secret. There's been nothing fluctuating out of that camp at all. Maybe he just has a small camp. Maybe it's just him and his agent. But in ter- Maybe he hasn't made up his mind, but you know, you don't have to make up your mind to get some some ideas, some, some rumors, some buzz, some smoke, and there's been none of that about what's going on with Aaron Judge, so uh, we'll get into that in the course of the show today about some of the comments from Hal Steinbrenner and everything with the Yankees going on, baseball free agencies there, certainly you got the Knicks to talk about because of the performance last night and overall uh, how things have played out so far this season for the Knicks. We got to get into lots of stuff with week 11 in the NFL, all around the league. This is, this is the time where things start to get interesting, right? It's great to have a, a big week one. It's good to have a first month of the season, but now we're getting into the real heart of the season, the real meat on the bone, and look at that. We actually have games that are wor- worth watching for the Jets and for the Giants. This is usually, I brought this up the last couple of weeks, but it remains true. At this point of the season, the last five years or so, and with the Jets far longer, this would be the time on NFL Sundays where you would be Googling NFL mock drafts. Where Who are we going to be picking this year? How high can we get up in the first round? How many picks do we have in the first round? But that's not the case this year. You don't care about the draft right now. And 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 you shouldn't because the season is still going on. So we'll get to the Giants game, which in its own right is its own. It's a big game. Look, you get into this season, you're 7-2. and two. You have all of a sudden some ideas of maybe not just playoffs. I mean, playoffs, I think, are almost a foregone conclusion with the Giants, or at least should be. That's the expectation. But now with the Eagles' loss on Monday night, you have to at least have a glimmer, a little eye on, is there the possibility that this magical season could end with a division tie? Is that even possible for the Giants? But, you know, it's kind of hard to make a game against the Lions sexy. It just is impossible. You know, look, this is an important game for the Giants. They're all important game for the Giants. But this is much more to me. uh, It's not really so much a must win as you can't lose. You can't be losing to the Lions at home under any set of circumstances. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But I do want to open up with, I think, the biggest story of the weekend. And that is the New York Jets. There's no other way to put it. There's no other way to say it. Jets, Patriots, and this is it for the Jets. This is not the last big game that they will play this year, but this is the biggest game that they've played so far. And you, just, you could not possibly have more riding on a game in Week 11 than the Jets have riding, and, and kind of to the same extent the Patriots. They're kind of in the same spot. If the Jets beat the Patriots this week, they're 7-3. and three. If the Jets beat the Patriots this week, they move into the top spot in the division with seven games to play. And according to the odds, they would have an 85% chance to make the playoffs. That's according to the New York Times, their playoff simulator. If they lose, they're 6-4, and four, which doesn't sound so bad, but those odds drop to 54%. So just better than 50-50. And you'd have to say, like, with the way the division is shaking out, it becomes harder. Because now you've lost two games to the Patriots so you're not gonna you're gonna have to be better than them you're gonna be a game behind them and you're gonna have to really and and the schedule the second half of the year Well look it's not it's not a it's not a death march but you have a lot of division games left and if you're losing two games to the Patriots it's kind of hard to envision beating the the Bills twice it's hard to envision beating the Dolphins twice so there's nothing there's no way you can have more riding on a game in uh week 11 late November than the jets have riding on this game and you know so often when you get a shot at something and you fail like the jets failed a few weeks ago to beat the patriots you got to wait a long time to get another shot at it you got to wait a long sometimes you never get another shot. maybe the next shot you get is the following season but here we are, three weeks later, and the Jets have another crack. One more—they're like Mickey and Rocky II. You got another shot at the title. It's not the title, but I mean, this is the shot at your nemesis. This is a team that has not only beaten you, has embarrassed you, and 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 the coach—it see, I, I mean, maybe not, but it seems like he takes absolute glee in beating you and embarrassing you. I said, you know, there's nobody better to hold a secret than, than Aaron Judge. There's nobody better to hold a grudge than Bill Belichick. To think that he's still holding a grudge against the Jets all these years later. Oh, my God. That's, that's impressive grudge holding. That, that's the all time grudge. I mean, wow. that's You're the, the champion of, of holding a grudge. So this is the game this week. This is the story this week. This is the most interesting game of Week 11. It's the biggest game so far of the Jets' season. And and here's the thing, you got to go get a win. You know, I don't want to hear, after the last one, there was some regret, clearly, but there was a lot, of. it feels like there was some, you know, some excuse, you know, bad penalties. It was just one or two plays. You know, the quarterback, he, he's got to just throw the ball away. All those things are maybe true. I don't think it was bad penalties, but um, the, the quarterback certainly screwed you. You can't tell me after this game. If you don't go and win this game in New England, which is a very tough task. I mean, that's what makes that other one. So, you know, if you split against the Patriots, you're okay. But the fact you lost that one at home is such a killer because now you got to go on the road into New England with the record of Bill Belichick has basically against all first and second year quarterbacks, which is ridiculous. Um, you got to go there and, and get that win. And there's no excuses. This is the game. Not just for now, but kind of like for the future as well. Like, you win this game, it doesn't mean you're going to win the division. It almost certainly means you're going to the playoffs. But you will look at this year, if you're able to get this win and and almost assure yourself a playoff spot this year, this will be the start of the turnaround. You've been sitting here waiting for the signs of progress. You've been waiting for the signs that, you know what, finally we're on the the, the road back to, to to some prominence. Never mind, you know, the ultimate goal, just some level of credibility and you'll be if you're able to get this game this week you'll almost certainly be able to say that this season this is the season it finally got turned around this is finally the season you got to see some actual results from this current regime where you could say all right now you know like I like Robert Sala I like Joe Douglas but up until this year you didn't really see much right I know it's only one year for for, for for Salah, but, you know, you didn't see a whole lot that first year. There was a lot of things you had to. See. this year. You're starting to see it. And if you're able to go get this win in New England this week, you'll always be able to say, well, you know what? I remember the time when we finally beat Belichick and carried on and, and did whatever you did. So you win this game. It's not your last big game. But if you lose this game, it's kind of hard to have faith in this year that, yes, it will still be a better year, clearly. But it's kind of... You know the dreams that you have that feel like they're kind of falling into place a little bit. Where you know it's not just about being better, it's not just about seeing progress, it's not just about seeing production from players that you drafted very high up. It's about the dream of hey, you know what? This is all kind of falling into place. It feels like it's kind of falling into place. But the ba- the way the defense have played, the way that the team has played overall, the, the the game plan which is clear, you have a clear path to be able to win games now. And it is relying on the defense, running the ball effectively. The offensive line, even with all the injuries, has been better. And you're asking your quarterback to do just enough. Mostly, don't lose the game. That's the way you win the game. Have the quarterback not lose the game. So this is a monumental game for the Jets this week. There's no other way to put it. Because you win this game, you're going to the playoffs. You lose this game, and all of a sudden, it's, it's kind of wide open. And that's another thing that I wanted to, to mention. one 800 espn is the telephone number. We'll get into this coming up. I was watching, obviously, the 20th anniversary show yesterday, K-Show. Uh, congrats to those guys. The fantastic performance at the Palladium yesterday. Everybody's showing up there. Fantastic job by all of them. But I was watching the segment that they did with Greeny, and one of the things that he said was, you know, I don't like this narrative that if the Jets don't make the playoffs this year, it will be a disappointment. I, don't, I think he said disappointment. I don't think he said failure. But even if he did say failure, he doesn't like the idea that it will be a negative if the Jets don't make the playoffs this year. So we'll get into what, that, uh, what I actually think about that, because I, I cannot possibly disagree with it more. Is that, is that a tease, or is that giving it away? I think I might have just given it away. But we'll do that coming up. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Talking some Jets as we take you up till 6 o'clock tonight. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. The World Cup. I didn't even mention the World Cup. Can you imagine I didn't mention the World Cup in the open of the show? How, how could I possibly have let that slip my mind? And here's the thing. You might be saying, to yourself, Gordon, I didn't know you were a big World Cup guy. Uh, no, I'm not. But I, I kind of am this time. Why is this time different? Well, because this time, I don't know, maybe, was it four years ago? I don't think that they had the ability. I know I didn't, to sit on my couch and bet on things on the World Cup. But this time I do. So, like, I like this show. I like to use this show as a way to, like, I think, answer questions, right? But this is a one time where I actually have a question for the audience. And that is, who should I be putting my money on this time? Who, who is the, who's the team? doesn't seem like there's, there's that. I know it's not the U.S., right? Uh, the U.S. is not the one. To, like, I want who is going to win the whole thing outright to give me some rooting interest in the entire event. Because I'm not really, i got to be honest with you, I'm not really into the event. It's not, it's not my scene. But if you got a team, you're telling me, you know, and, and it shouldn't just be the team that you root for. I want some, like, solid analysis of I'm putting my money behind it. And I'm not going to be put. you know, it's a sprinkle. It, as I say about, uh, you know, the NFL games, I sprinkle a little bit here, I sprinkle a little bit there. I'm willing to sprinkle a little bit, but you got you to gotta sell me on it. You got you to gotta convince me on it. So if you got a team for the World Cup, if you're into it at all, please, one 800 Let's make this a, money, a money-making operation for the both of us, right? You win, I win, everybody wins. All right, let's get to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-377. Oh, they're right. I, I mentioned the thing that Greeny said, right, about the idea. Well, you know, if the Jets don't make the playoffs this year, this year will be seen as a disappointment. And, he, you know, he said he didn't like that narrative. Well, sorry. <laughs> I mean, come on. We're sitting here at week 11. And, I, look, week 11 is not week 15. I get it. It's more of the midway point of the season than the end of the season. But there's no way to put it that if you're 6-3 and as we're getting, you know, you're getting all the supplies to cook for Thanksgiving, not me, but, you know, people that do those kind of things, this is a season where you have to kind of go to the playoffs. You got a winnable game against the Patriots, a team you've not beaten in seven years. Seven years. I mean, seven years. Come on. The last time the Jets beat the Patriots, Carmelo Anthony was still on the Knicks. That's a long time. The last time the Jets beat the Patriots, A. Rod was still playing. I went back and looked. You know who the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year was the last time the Jets beat the Patriots? Todd Gurley. (laughs) That's a long time. That's you know, like you hear seven years, you ah, that's not that long. No, seven years in this context is a very long time. And unfortunately, the way it is, and I don't even know if it's unfortunate. You reevaluate things as you go, right? Like you, we all have expectations at the start of whatever season, baseball, football, whatever, World Cup. Um, but then you reevaluate as you go. Your opinion changes as the facts change. Well, <laughs> that is what should happen. I, and some people, it uh, doesn't really seem like that happens no matter what. But your opinion should change as the facts change. And the facts with the Jets have certainly changed over the course of these first what nine games or these first 10 weeks of the season the defense is light years ahead of where it was last year this year it's really good it's probably a top five defense and last year it's the worst thing we've ever seen with two eyes the offer you've seen the playmakers start to develop foundational pieces right and Williams and Sauce Gardner and and, and and Garrett Wilson, and, you know, all the different parts of the team. And, yes, there's been injuries and, and, and things you have to adjust to and losing Brees Hall, and losing uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. Sure, that's, that's, that's tough. And you evaluate things kind of week to week. But this is not a short sample size. This is kind of half of the season. The Jets are a good team. And there's no reason, as we sit here right now, you can't sit here and tell me that you have realistic ideas or realistic you can realistically envision the Jets winning the division as you go into week 11 and then say well if we don't make the playoffs that's going to be that's not going to be a disappointment that's a huge disappointment that's a huge setback now I'm not saying that it's a disaster I'm not saying it's a massive failure but it would be a failure it would be a failure this is not expectations on hey we beat the Bills we can beat anybody no this is the 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 body of work up until this point And again, if something changes dramatically in the other way, right, like you start to lose, you know, Sauce Gardner goes down for the year, you lose a lot of – okay, fine, then maybe you might feel differently. But as we sit here, heading into week 11, if you're telling me the Jets have a realistic shot to go to New England and beat the Patriots, which they do, and if they do that, they will take over first place in the division, which they would, you cannot tell me if they somehow fail to make the playoffs this year – that that won't be a, a pretty major disappointment. Yeah, it would be a disappointment. I'm not saying anybody gets fired. I'm not saying it's a, a, a massive failure. It's not a fiasco. It's not a disaster. But it's a failure. There's no question. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Now, look, a lot of people want to talk Jets. I kind of lean money-wise. I, I don't know which way to go. Uh, let me get a call in about the Jets first. Jamie is in Yonkers. Jamie, you're first up on the Gordon Damer Show.
1: Hey, Gordon, great, great to talk to you, and uh, great, great, uh, great intro. As as a Jets fan, I'll tell you, the way the season started off was it like, I think we all thought that this roster was nowhere good, no way good enough to make the playoffs, but we would view the season as a success if Zach Wilson, you know, showed signs that he was the, the, the franchise quarterback of the future and that we felt comfortable with Salah. And, uh, and the coaching staff. And I think one of the reasons why this Patriots game is so important is if they drop a stinker like they did a couple of weeks ago and, and Wilson turns the ball over a couple of times, could we possibly at the end of the season say, you know what, our roster is actually a lot better than we thought it would be, but we still got – we now have off-season questions about Zach Wilson and the coaching staff. What do you think about that?
0: I don't think that you would say that about the coaching staff, Jamie. Thank you for the phone call. And, again, it would depend. You know, I'm, I'm basing my opinion on, on the facts that I get as I get. I, as I'm sitting here in week 11, I wouldn't be saying necessarily that I think it's a failure of the coaching staff. But could you get to the end of the season and still have major questions about the quarterback? Absolutely. Uh, the problem is I don't see, a, again, it could obviously change if he goes out there and really puts up a stinker here and really holds you back the the rest of the way. I think when you take a quarterback, number two overall, you are, you are sticking with that guy until he proves to you beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's not the guy. Like, any time that you can still have a glimpse of, of him being the guy, you're going to stick with him. Uh, and I, think that, I, I don't think the Jets would be um, wrong to do that. But no, look, the roster, the talent overall is far better than we thought coming into the season. And it's progressed quicker, right? Like, I don't think it would have been that much of a shock to think, all right, the Jets have had all these high picks the last few years. At some point, they're going to show you that they are they warranted where they were drafted. But to get them all uh, going, you know, pretty much here um, very quickly, and a lot of them in their rookie seasons, uh, I think that that's uh, that's surprising. That's absolutely surprising. Uh, Steven is in uh, New Jersey, I think. Steven, you're next up on the Gordon Damer Show.
1: Hey Gordon, I just got to talk about some soccer. For you, I know you yeah, talked about the World Cup. Give so. it to me.
0: Who, who am I looking at here? Am I looking at Argentina? It's, am I looking at Brazil? Where, where am I? Where, you
1: make the case for That's me. It. it has to be Brazil, Gordon. Brazil. Let me tell you why. Okay. Brazil has the best starting lineup of this World Cup. Let me give you just one one. Do they statistic. still have
0: Fred? I remember they had a guy named Fred. A few. Uh, I think they a do. Of they have, they Is have Fred, Fred still there. I love Fred. Go ahead. They
1: have Fred. They have Neymar. Uh-huh. Their, their, their backup goalie is the goalie for Manchester City. Think about it, and uh-huh. that's the best team in Premier League right now. So if you look at their starting lineup, they got the best of the best in the world. Uh-huh. And again, they're going. Their group is pretty good. So I think Brazil has to be your pick. One uh-huh. quick thing too, I think you should also consider the U.S. coming out of that group too. So if there's money to be put down, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look so down in the U.S. team. I think they have some potential come out of that group as well
0: all right all right well steven i, I like it i mean it's not it, it's not going really out on a limb um brazil are the favorites going in um i always found that like a few years i don't know if it was the last one or it was two world cups ago they were like introducing the brazil lineup and they're like this is hulk and this is this is Neymar. and then they're like and here's fred i'm like that's a that's a weird way to go just going with fred um yeah i mean brazil are the heavy favorites overall so it's not exactly going out on a limb I'd like a little bit more bang for my buck, but at the end of the day, you know, it's gambling. The most important thing is to uh, get it right, so uh, it's an interesting case. It's not exactly, again, not exactly going with Cinderella, but we shall see. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Ira is in Staten Island. Ira, you're next up on the Gordon Damer Show.
2: Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Gordon, how are you?
0: Same to you, Ira. Thanks, my man.
2: So I I totally have to agree. It it would be a huge disappointment at this stage, especially because I do believe they're going to win tomorrow. They win this game. If they don't make the playoffs, it it would be a huge disappointment. But everybody got to remember, you know, even including myself, I had them at three and six, four and five at best at the bar. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, the train took off and uh, they were ahead of schedule and unfortunately like everybody knows you know the quarterback right now you don't want to say he's holding them back but you know he's got to start progressing to keep up with the rest of the roster because they're going forward and he's got to show some growth but you know tomorrow's game i feel pretty much like it's a playoff game tomorrow i i know it's week 11 i get it you're only seven and three if you win it doesn't guarantee you anything but to finally get this, I mean, the last time they won up in Foxborough was 08 against Brett Favre. Oh, with Brett Favre, I'm sorry. I mean, it, it's been a long time, man. I did get a better <laughs> That's roster. That's a long time. Um, it, it's a really long time. Just go out there. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't make mistakes. Play a clean game, and the better team will probably win. And I think the Jets are going to find a way to win this game tomorrow.
0: Uh, Yeah, look, I I do my picks a little bit later on, so we'll we'll save it for there. But, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was big on the Jets. I thought for sure that they were going to be able to find a way to finally end the streak there. They had their opportunities. I think that they were the better team overall that day, but the quarterback absolutely sunk you. And, look, it's not about – I don't even think he has to show progress as much as it is. Just don't lose the game. I don't need you to go out there and really do anything – um, more than just uh, the, the 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 bake the basics, right? Like just just don't kill us, you know. Hit a couple of passes here or there. We're gonna rely on the running game. It's almost certainly gonna be a low scoring game. Mistakes are gonna probably be what t- tells you the tale of the game, like most games do. So just don't go out there and lose the game. That's all I'm looking for from the quarterback. He's a classic case right now of I'm not winning because of you. I'm winning. I'm winning with you, but I'm not winning because of you and And that's all you can ask for from a second year quarterback, um, especially one who has struggled as much as he has uh, last year and and this year you know they're just the thing that would worry you is that there really hasn't been all that much progress uh, it, it still looks a lot of times very much like if I just pulled you plays and you couldn't tell what year the the plays were from, it would be kind of tough to tell the difference between. Um, what was year one and what was year two. I mean, there's been little progress here and there, but it's got to come a little faster than this. It's got to come a little faster than this. And here's the thing about, like, is it a disappointment if they don't make the playoffs? Who's judging it, right? Like, it's not something that we just put out into the ether, like, and there's some evaluation, there's some logarithm that we put it through. No, the people who decide that is the fans, right? So if we're saying in week 11, this is the biggest game of week 11, And if we're saying you win this game, you take over first place in the division. But if you lose this game, there's at least an increased possibility of not making the play. Well, then, of course, it would have to be a disappointment. Of course, it would have to be a failure if you don't make the playoffs, given with what you've gotten to through 10 weeks and and nine games. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Nick in Jersey. Nick, give me a World Cup team here, Nick. Come on, give it to me
3: uh Gordon two points real, real quick about the, the World Cup if uh you haven't seen Jeremy Schaps E60 about uh title Qatar's World Cup it is absolutely eye opening um listen i'm a huge soccer fan but man fifa is wildly Oh my corrupt. god. Oh my god. Uh, Every uh, sports they make the, league They make they NCAA in, level Boy scouts.
0: Oh my god it's it's disgusting. It's uh, you know and it's it's, oh. it's it's fascinating to the outsider because you know, I guess. Look, if you love soccer, right? This is your event, and you gotta have to. Like with all sports, we all hold our noses about certain aspects. Uh, it's. It would be tough for me to do that with FIFA because they're just. I mean, they are just the height of. Yeah, it's, oh, it's it's oh, it's oh, not good.
3: Um, in terms of you, you looking for a team, um, so Vegas Insider has Brazil at plus three fifty. I'm not a hundred percent sold on them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want good value, yeah, I would go for. with. In, I would I would go with England at plus 800. They lost in the Euro 2021 uh, final only a year ago in PKs. That okay. this is probably the best English English team that they've had in I would probably say quite a few generations since the 60s. Or um, another good team uh, I would probably say Portugal as well. Um, you know a lot of those players they all play together same squads. You. Um, you know very very good chemistry. I believe that they're plus 700 give or I take got, so I, got I would put those plus as my
0: sleeper team yeah i got portugal at plus at 1500 to win it all so um
3: yeah that's, but if you're looking uh, for that, good value i would say right. england and, and portugal poised to make a deep run
0: all right there you go all right thank you very much nick 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number 1-800-919-3777 i'm not saying that i'm sold just yet it was uh it was decent it was you know it wasn't just going chalk i would like to make up some money and and look I have a reputation to uh, hold here you know like when you are the person who has the most accurate nfl picks in the on the entire station which is documented on cover five all season long you know you put your name behind something uh it carries a little bit more weight this is not just me you know taking shots at the dark well it it is me taking shot but you you uh, you're representing me when you make these predictions and you make these these cases for these these countries so um We've got we to gotta make sure that we come up with something good. You know, we can't be getting knocked out in the group stage. That's all I'm saying. So the pressure's on you, people. Don't let me down. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Coming up, we'll get more of your phone calls. We'll get into the Giants, who have an, uh, an interesting game themselves. They're all interesting when you're 7-2, and two, right? We'll do that next. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show. On 98.7 ESPN. Talking football, and I guess in some ways we're also talking football. Uh, yeah, I'm taking any suggestions for who I should be betting on in the World Cup. Because look, as a, as a sports talk show, the, it, it is, I can't really argue it's the biggest event in the world. But it's an event, I don't care. I don't care about it. I don't have a rooting interest. So the beauty of gambling. You know, everybody always brings up the negatives of gambling. And there are negatives. I'm not going to tell you they're not. But nobody ever brings up the positives. It's a huge positive. You know, for just a couple of bucks, all of a sudden, I can take something that I don't care about at all. I can throw a couple of bucks on a team I've never watched for a single second. Couldn't tell you one guy on the team if you held a gun to my head. But all of a sudden, throw a couple of bucks on it now i care now now i am invested both figuratively and quite literally so i'm looking for suggestions people we've gotten england we've gotten brazil uh we've gotten a a vote for portugal and by the end of the show today i will i will uh, i will lock it in as they say in uh, what i learned on tiktok i and hopefully i have a better hit rate than one jacob perry who was producing the fine show today. It would be hard to, to do work. I mean, unless the team got eliminated before the contest began, it would be hard to do work. No, we'll do that later. We'll get to that later. But uh, if you have a team, if you, if you have run the numbers, if you have run the algorithm in your house and you know who's going to win the World Cup even before it starts, please share the information, all right? Help us out because uh, I'm looking for some help. Speaking of help, how about the Giants? Let's get into them. Big blue, big game this week, Right? And as I said in the open, it's kind of impossible to make a game against the Lions sexy, but that's the danger of it, right? Even with the Lions winning back-to-back games for the first time all year, uh, it's kind of hard to look at the Lions and go, oh, man, how are we going to take down the Lions? I mean, the Lions kind of take down themselves a lot of times. They, I mean, their defense is as bad as there is really in, in the sport. I know it's been a little bit better here lately, but if you're the Giants and you're sitting at 7-2 and two and you're not just, you know, with the Jets... I think the playoffs are still a little, you know, there's still a little bit of ambiguity about the playoffs, right? Because so much is riding on this week. With the Giants, it's not really ambiguous. I mean, the Giants really have to be making the playoffs this year. Uh, We ran it down last week. Like, if you're saying the Giants aren't going to make the playoffs, there's seven playoff teams. Look at the NFC, right? Take a look at the landscape of the NFC. And tell me who, you know, like the, it's like the Don, uh, the, the Daily Don, uh, who are you taking out? Who you taking out? Who, who would be the team that you're saying, okay, this is the team that's going to replace the Giants in the playoff picture? I, I guess maybe you could say Washington because of the win against the Eagles, but that's still kind of a bit of a stretch to think that the, the Giants are going to lose enough to, to fall behind Washington, even though they do still play Washington. I get it but sitting at seven and two through nine games through heading into week 11 and and just the, the landscape of the NFC. Yeah. The giants are absolutely expected to make the playoffs this year. And really it's more about like playoff seating and playoff positioning and all those type of things. I know they're not going to say that because they don't want to get caught up in, you know, looking ahead, especially when you're taking on a three win lion team. But I mean, come on, this is, this is the expectation now for the giants. When you get to seven and two, and, and you're playing in an NFC like this year, yeah, playoffs are expected. And if the Giants don't make the playoffs, yes, that will be a major disappointment. That will be a failure, even though coming into the year, they had even lower expectations than the Jets. The Jets, you thought, okay, they're talented, but how quickly is that talent going to come together? I still don't know that the Giants are all that talented, but they've executed, right? The coaching has been ex- just about next to perfect. And the execution down the stretch of games has been next to perfect. That's the thing the Giants do. You know what the game plan is going in. You know what the game is going to kind of look like going in. And they pull it off week after week. So this is another game here, much like last week. You got to win this game. Uh, You got a lot riding on the games coming up because after this week, you got a, a lot of division games, some tough games. This is one you absolutely have to have. It seems like a classic trap kind of game. But this is going to be another massive week for Saquon Barkley. And I've seen some, I think it was in the Athletic, that said, well, this might be the week that the Giants unleash their passing game. Unleash. I don't know that unleashes the word. Like, what passing game? Like, uh, unleash it to who exactly? Darius Slayton? Wandale Robinson? Like, Kenny got? Like, who are we talking about here that we're going to unleash it? And why would you unleash it? I, I get it. The Lions are terrible against the pass but they counter that by being awful against the run. So like, why would you, you know, your your game plan is to uh, a heavy dose of Saquon Barkley against anybody and I would think that that's only going to increase this week. So yeah, I think uh, Saquon is going to have a monster workload again even after the 35 carries a week ago. He was the story of that game offensively. I think he's going to be the story of this game offensively and We've seen the way that the Giants go about winning games, right? It's, it's, it might be ugly a little bit early on. There's some adjustments at halftime. It's, it's a close game throughout. And then in the fourth quarter, they just simply execute better than the other team. They don't make mistakes. The quarterback does not turn the ball over. And that's the way, you know, they, they're great. More so even than winning games, they are perfect at not losing games. Like the games that they've lost, okay, they've lost a couple of games, but they haven't lost those games on their own. They haven't handed the game to the other team. So uh, when you take on a Lions team, I think that that's what you'd kind of have to do this week if you're not going to win this game is hand the game to the other team. And I just don't really see that, uh, that happening. And um, look, it is a classic trap game. I would I agree with that here. But this is a game you absolutely have to have because five of the next seven after this week are division games. So if you're talking about a division that is, you know, I don't know that it's quite as wide open as the AFC East, but with the Eagles loss, at least you can kind of dream. Those games are going to decide not just whether or not you get in the playoffs, but what seed you will be in the playoffs. You got five of this next seven uh, are division games, and then you have a game against the Vikings in Minnesota. So I think at this point for the Giants, not that they're going to say it, not that you want to get uh, put things, uh, you know, put the cart in front of the horse. But I think it's more about like the seedings rather than just whether or not you're going to be a playoff team. And I guess this week is the week like you want to see whether or not the offense, not that they're going to unleash things because I don't think they're going to all of a sudden change their game plan just because the Lions are are not a good defensive team. But I think that they might be able to do what they do, the Giants, and still put up 30 because that's the one thing they've they've not really had that big offensive game. And I think they are going to have to probably score a little bit more than they've scored uh, on the most part this year, because the Lions can score, they're almost like the opposite version of the Texans. The Texans, their defense is is um, is not terrible. That's not the reason why they've been as bad as they are. Their offense has been the major issue. The Lions are just the opposite. Their offense can score p- points, but their defense is terrible. So uh, I get that that this it could worry you a little bit if the Giants... It almost feels like you know at seven and two, the Giants don't look like a seven and two team. And I guess what would worry me if I were a Giant fan is every team has a letdown game. Every team has a letdown game. Uh, and, and the Giants really have not had that so far. So uh, this would absolutely be if – you, if you lost the Lions at home, it would absolutely be a bit of a letdown. Uh, so they can't, uh, they can't allow that to happen. they got to go out there uh, tomorrow and, and, and take care of business, take care of the football. And if they just do those basic things that they've done so far this year – They should, I mean, there's no reason you're not beating the Lions at home. Come on. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, more of your phone calls as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.